from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano Sayers. And my name is Jeff Stormer. This is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week we create a mascot and then just lose the audio. Just the just uh, audio gets goofed and uh, that lovely mascot goes away and is, is, is fades into the ether. A lost episode of All My Fantasy Children titled Supremo, the greatest episode of all time. Fortunately, you'll never get to know the story of Supremo, the Mama Cat and Corby's mascot, who was naturally a sentient piece of pizza. Of course. Six foot tall, jacked. I don't remember if we talked about that on the episode. We didn't talk about how jacked uh, Supremo was. But I want to, yeah, like absolutely his forearms. It was like Popeye, but times 10, just the forearms, though. Yeah, yeah, just the forearms. Yeah, kind of a compliment to Jeremiah Noodleman's extremely ripped legs. Yeah, absolutely. It's the counter. Oh, my God, it was. And Jeremiah Noodleman came in. It was about, I mean, can we take a second to talk about from this episode to lost episode, Junior Wizards of All My Fantasy Children about Supremo. The greatest character we've really made was the person who took over for Supremo after he was murdered. And that is uh, hot dog water. Hot dog water, yep. Hot yep. dog water was a sentient hot dog who had a tray of dirty hot dog water around his waist, like pants, and was constantly trying to balance the water without spilling it. And that's pretty much it. Yep, it was great. I mean, we, we, this, was a really, this was a very good episode that we recorded that will never see the light of day now. And never. it's probably, it's, it's a tragedy, but also it is for the best. Because, it's for the best. Because you know, good God. Because good God. But what, what's important, the, the real tragedy is that I want to talk about a potential sponsor, Jeff, real quick with you. Not like last time. All right, I'm listening. There, there can be multiple. What, what did you think I was going to say? Uh, I was going to make a Supremo, the pizza, the giant slice of pizza joke, and I, I, I kind of lost it. It's okay. I was going to talk about, of course, Iron Hill Brewery. Now, Iron Hill Brewery, in real life, Iron Hill is named after a popular brewery in the tri-state area. And I've been tweeting at them as many times as I can and signal boosting them whenever I can. They have followed our account, and they have a beer with a lion person on it. And I swear to God, it's because they listen to the show. It's not, but it's what I want to believe. Now, here's, here's what I really want to propose. Okay. I'm just throwing this out there now that we can talk about it. Yeah. I really think, I feel like Iron Hill Brewery could just, you know, reach out to us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we just talked about our ability to make really great, relatable, meaningful mascots. Ab- oh, my. So I'm just going to throw this out there right now. Uh, We're going to go Hillbilly. <gasps> a giant can of beer. Wait, I thought it was a goat. No? <laughs> no, Hillbilly is a can of beer. Okay. Or a bottle of beer. I haven't decided. We'll let Iron Hill work out the logistics, but Hillbilly uh, plays the fiddle. Oh. And dances as this giant thing of beer 
But, uh, you know, so you kind of get the full ex- the Iron Hill experience while also enjoying, like, a, a jaunty country, uh, jaunty country tune, a melody, if you will. I love this. It would be really great if it was one of, like, their pint Wearing glasses. a straw hat. On t- it's oh. it's got to be a bottle because it's got to wear a straw hat on top of the bottle. Right? You're not wrong. No, you're absolutely right. It's got the it's got the wrap or the the uh, the label, but the label is held up. Sort of label's got overalls that kind of go over the shoulders of the bottle. Yep, and he's hillbilly. You know, he's he's a delightful, jolly, jolly fella that plays the that plays the fiddle and dances at you know uh, corporate events, <laughs> store openings, tabletop RPG conventions. The Iron Hill Brewery <laughs> Company retreat yep. uh, in August. I assume that's when companies have their retreats. That would be a nice time to have it. It would be a good time for a company. All right, now hear me out. Iron Hill Brewery. Company retreat in August. Hillbilly concert. Great day. That would be wonderful. And, like, I'm going to clip this and at and at Iron Hill social media with this. So, like, we want to work with you. Not just for you. We want to work with you and have you work with us to, one, develop... I want every listener to this episode to please, at Iron Hill Brewery's Twitter account, tell them that you want their product because we told them, we told you about them. And because their city is full of beast people and it's inspired the joy of hundreds of people. This is fair. <laughs> um, anyway, what we do every episode on this podcast actually is we take a listener submit a prompt and we spin it into an original tabletop character using our favorite tabletop games to create the greatest story of all time. Yes, indeed. This is true. And uh, this week, the prompt comes to us from Twitter user Cosmic Keyring prompt the fighting magicians of the Shatterpoint Fjords. It's a good prompt. Now, what are just what are some initial thoughts that pop into your head of the fighting magicians of the Shatterpoint Fjords? Well, we need to know what the Shatterpoint Fjords are. That's got to be a magical location, Of right? course. I'm looking up fjords with a... Ooh, a fjord is a beautiful thing. A fjord Isn't for it? those... A long, narrow, deep inlet of the sea yeah. between high cliffs, as in Norway and Iceland, typically formed by submergence of glaciated valley. Yes. They're gorgeous. So it kind of reminds me about something I saw in Victoria, where it was like a deadly passage where like ships look like they could go in and never come out. Mm-hmm. So is it mystical? Is it where you go? Is it a place where you can learn to be a fighting wizard? I, I'm, hmm. You know, like, is this a place where, like, is it like a dojo type thing? You know, in a manner of speaking, like a place where you go to train? Because it's the fighting wizards, the fighting magicians of the Shatterpoint Fjords. Mm-hmm. Is it a place you go to learn to be this class of wizard? Or is it just a bunch of people from this region who are fighting magicians? I think it's the latter. I feel like it's it's the the region is the region and there are people in Okay. The the fighting magicians just call it home. I love this. So do you want to focus on just one fighting magician? Well, I'm thinking let me I'm thinking let me let me let me let me play with something here. Okay. Cause the more I hear the phrase, let me read the prompt again, because the more I hear the phrase, the more something something cements. Okay. The fighting magicians of the Satter of the Shatterpoint Fjords. Now, yeah, the more I hear that, the more like an idea kind of culminates. Okay. And I think the, the I really do want to focus on one fighting magician. But like the more I say that phrase, the more like something clarifies. And I'm gonna pitch it to you by moving some things around. Okay. It's the fighting magicians of the Satterpoint Fjords. Move that around a little bit. What do you have? The Shatterpoint Fjords fighting magicians. 
Oh, it sounds like a sports team. <laughs> are you suggesting some kind of sports team? I am suggesting that the fighting magicians are a sports team. <laughs> In my head, I'm so ready to dive down a well of wizardry and shit, which we still can. But what are the fighting? What are the fighting magicians? Now it sounds so, like the Shatterpoint Fords fight magicians take the that's, field. That's what I keep hearing. Is I feel like they are. You know, I what I'm what I'm going to throw out to you. Uh huh. And what I would like to talk the two things that I want to talk about. Quidditch. Um, Quidditch. Can we just steal Quidditch from J.K. Rowling? Can we just take that? Yeah. No, no. 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 <laughs> Okay. I want to talk about this legendary softball team. Okay. Dig it. The fighting magicians. The, fi- the Shatterpoint Fjords fighting magicians. Okay. Who are literally magicians, are literally wizards, and they introduced the idea of using magic in baseball. I like this. So I want to talk about the, the, the founder of the fighting magicians. And I also, more importantly, perhaps most importantly, we have to talk about the fighting magicians mascot. Oh, heck yes. Okay, so um, the Fighting Magicians of Shatterpoint Fjord, um, they are a team. Is it like a Sandlot-type team where, like, there's formal baseball teams, formal softball teams, and then there's, like, the the local leagues? You know what I mean? Like, it's not um, – so there's this thing where we, where we grew up. It's called RVL. Where right. it's like if you're over like eighteen, you you know you can play in like little league when you're a kid, but then there's like RVL league where it's like it's an adult league, right? Or like an Here's adult like softball league where like you know you got some friends together, something like that. Okay, because what I'm thinking is that they are a a a proper major league team. Yeah. That is just made up of a bunch of of magicians that got together and decided, or like a magician gathered up a bunch of magicians and was like, well, there's no rule that says you can't use magic. I knew it was one of these. I knew it's like some kind of angels in the outfield, but using magic. Have you ever seen angels in the outfield? Yes, Where it's basically like cheating using the dead. Yeah, that's basically (laughs) what I'm kind of picturing is like, this is the team that changes the game so that baseball goes from just being... You know, a sport of honest, you know, the, 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 the sport that we all know and love, or softball, because we have softball, not baseball. That's correct. Uh, so softball goes from the game that we all love to a magical, super fantasy, you know, arcade okay. variation on softball. Okay, so like Mutant League softball, or like that Super Nintendo game, like the, or whatever um, NES baseball game. There's one with robots, and it's very good. Yeah, the, it turns that transitions it from like very traditional softball into that into fucking base wars. If yeah. you know what base wars is, absolutely. So okay, so let's break this down. So right now we've set up the Shatterpoint Fjords. Uh, I want to talk about that region real quick. Okay, just this area. Um, question for you: um, The Shatterpoint Fjords is. It called the Shatterpoint Fjords because there are several of these fjords all over the world, and these are several wizards from those areas. Is yeah. it like a, that kind of thing? Like, from each corner of the globe, this person went out and scouted a team of really powerful wizards from different sure. from different fjords? Yeah, I, I dig that. Okay, and that's why it's the Shatterpoint. Like, the compass has been broken. You know, this isn't a regional team. It's like an all-star team. Of that and I think also the other thing is that the Shatterpoint Fjords are quite literally like, you know, the compass has been shattered, but also you can literally get from one fjord to the other. Ooh, 
like, you know, by navigating the fjords, by sailing through them, much like with the river Nexus, or, yeah, much by with the Nexus, much by, much like with many other things, like, you can get from one fjord to the other by navigating the river in just such a way. I dig it. I like And this. so there are these, these interconnected fjords all across the world that are just kind of connected to each other through sort of locational magic. So... Do we want to talk about the person who started the team slash the captain? Yes. And then eventually get into that good mascot? Yes. This episode can be focused mostly on the mascot or can be focused on the wizard? I'd say the wizard because I'm just going to throw this out here. Okay. Wiz kid. Is the mascot? Is the mascot. That's really good. How do you do that? That uh, Aaron, was really I, quick. Aaron, I, I love mascots. I don't know <laughs> Wiz if you know kid this. is so incredible. Please tell me about Wiz. What does Wizkid look like to you? Because I'm getting like... Tell me me what Wizkid looks like. So Wizkid to me is a kid, a child in a very large robe. Sure. Like oversized, like floppy sleeves covering the hands. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like a goofy, stumbling, silly mascot, like the Philly Fanatic. You know the you know the 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 the, the black mage from Final Fantasy. Yes, I'm seeing that. Like Vivi from Final Fantasy Nine, very like very floppy robes and like just kind of big cartoony, you know, googly eyes hanging out, but with big old glasses too. Like, yeah, sure. Big big cartoonish thick Coke bottle glasses. You never see the hands; they're constantly hidden by big floppy yep. sleeves. The shoes are enormous and curl at the toe. Yep. And the wizard hat covers everything but the glasses and two big buck teeth popping out the mouth area. Mm, yeah, no? I like it. Yeah? Wizkid. And it's like, Wizkid. But is Wizkid, like, what is Wizkid's gimmick? Is it, like, falling down? Or is it, like, of course, it's casting spells on the other team's mask? Oh, yeah. It's because it, it, uh, you never see the hands. So the, the mechanical logistics of it is there's, like, confetti cannons beneath the sleeves. It's not actual magic. So it, so it flails. Well, for Wizkid, no. No, the magicians use magic. Wizkid is stagecraft. Jeff, can I can I give you a page for this entire episode? Yeah. Can we just talk about Wizkid? We can just talk. I mean, we'll talk about, we'll get into, like, the origins of the team and all that stuff. But, yeah, like, but like I wanna... we don't have to, like, stop talking about WizKid. Because WizKid right now is where, like, I'm very excited to talk about. Because, like, we missed out on our opportunity to have a mascot episode. I think we can see <laughs> go teeth into WizKid. And perhaps the person who founded the team is in the WizKid suit. Mm, all right i like that you know that's a pitch for you because it doesn't always have to be the players who like bring the people together i think it, okay can i give you a pitch yeah the Shatterpoint fjords are regions of the country of the region of the country regions of fantasy that uh they're not really densely populated they're like quiet small towns in each one like you know they're not big bustling cities there's not a softball stadium there. Sure. You know, there's like pickup fields and stuff like that. So I think this is the story of someone who was like, you know, watches softball on fantasy television, on fantasy YouTube, whatever have you. you know, any source you can get, watches pickup games, like plays in pickup games, but isn't great at it, but like enjoys the sport. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you can enjoy sure. the sport and just, you know, savor every second of it. And I think the Shatterpoint Fjords for me, I get the image just by looking at the Google shots um, of just like, you know, they're, they're nature, you know, they're, they're not big bustling cities. They're towns that like, you know, they fish, they hike, you know, they have great lives, but there's not like big city flavor to it. Sure. Something such as softball stadiums. And I think this is the story of someone who's like, you know, it's always just been my dream to be a part 
of the professional softball circuit and like have the right like there's so many people of the fjords of the shatterpoint fjords that feel similarly but they don't have a team of their own you know what i mean it'd be it's it's the age-old story of like bring a team to our town but Shatterpoint Fjords having so many that are connected, like you said, through the rivers, it means that it's like, hey, there's no rule that says we have to pull from one fjord. The Shatterpoint Fjords have always been considered one entity, one town, technically. We can feel the team and really represent our like city and our culture through, you know, we can show the world what we do. And what we do is magic softball. And I think it yeah. sets a new standard for the sport. And, like, I kind of wanted to make it this, like, kind of beautiful sports story of, like, this is how, let me, like, it's that cool moment of, like, a team from the Shatterpoint Fjord, let's see what these, you know, river folk have, let's show them how we play softball, kids, and it's like, oh my god, they're casting fireball, like, you know what I mean, it's that kind of thing, where they bring a new flavor, a new... A new element that, like, shakes up the foundation of, like, traditional, like, and you throw the ball and you hit it with a stick. Like, you know, what Penny Mudbug? Penny Mudbug's hat would shoot off in a cartoonish fashion. Oh, and it literally does. I mean, when when Commissioner Penny Mudbug (laughs) sees them use magic for the first time, his hat flies off, right? Oh, absolutely. I don't remember if Penny Mudbug became the commissioner or not, but. No, you don't have to say things like that, Jeff. He just did. Yeah, he, he's the commissioner. At one point, he definitely, you know, in his in his post retirement days, he definitely becomes. A, I think he would be a good commissioner, and if not a commentator in the booth, yeah, it's like what? he's definitely involved in yeah. some capacity, and definitely his hat flies off. So this is a person that's rep- that like has to wants to gather a team of like fourteen wizards of the Shatterpoint Fjords who are known for like having incredibly powerful magics. You know what I mean? Like these magicians of the Shatterpoint Fjords, may I say, are incredible elemental mages. Can I add a cultural note after this? Oh God, yeah, I'm down just, to build the Shatterpoint Fjords. Yeah, just offhandedly after hearing you say that. Uh, fourteen is considered a wizard's dozen because of this the 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 Shatterpoint Fjords being having assembled fourteen wizards to take part in this softball league. So that just becomes a phrase that is thrown about as a wizard's dozen. I am so about this. I am kind of falling in love with this idea of this region, which so, is technically not to be confused with wizard's dozen, which is <laughs> W Y Z Z, which is actually eleven. Because yes. Wizard has shortchanged you by one. Oh, and I was saying it looks like two dicks. And also because it looks like two dicks. <laughs> um, so can it, let's let's just talk about let's talk about the Shatterpoint Fjords real quick. Just as All like right. a, a region, like what it looks like. Yeah. So what what kind of mountains do you want? You know, what do you think? Like volcanoes? Are they green? Are they rocky and like snow capped? Or just All like all oh, of the above. Like oh, I said, they're, they're, they cover, like, they right. are across the world from You're each so other. right. They're all different. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is like the Planeteers, each representing, like, a different... So, oh like, my you God. go from... You, there's probably, like, six of them. Yeah. And, like, you go from one, and it's, like, icy, you know, glacier, glacier side cliffs, and then, like, suddenly you turn, you take a turn on some rapids, and it's, like, obsidian fire rock. Okay, I love this because there, there's something like baseball has always been something that's like been a big part of my life. And one of my the things I don't watch professional baseball, but I do love is the Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of fucked aspects to it. But something that I always dream, my dad and I always talk about like what it would be like, you know, 
if what I really wish is a world where like this sounds so stupid, but I think about it all the time. And I have since I was a kid, like aliens come to play earth and you find like the best kids of any gender to battle against like aliens in baseball. So it's truly like the best on the planet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a true representation of like the best kids who love this sport and are willing to like represent earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because it kind of like pits the countries against each other, and I've never liked that. So this is sort of like my idea for that vision of the Little League World Series, where it's people being like, hey, let's show them like really a lot about each other and our individual strengths as a culture, and like how we come together to make a big uh, Wizards dozen team. Yeah. So I, I dig this a lot. So it's craggy and uh and the the waters some are like some have rough waters and some are like still crystal green and some are some are like frozen and you need like an ice cutter ship to sail through and so that means whoever's playing WizKid, the manager of this team the coach of this team the owner yeah. whatever you want to call it this person has like scoured the globe uniting what do you think like sends out flyers or goes to each region and is like hey you know trying to get a wizard's dozen together to form a team to enter the league i think it's got to be they go out and they find these people kind of nick fury style oh baby yes you know indeed. It's, it, this is a sports movie you've got to have you've got to you've got to have the coach manager show up at all of these people's like home lives so they can be like i don't see myself as a sports star and then they then they end up in the in the in the game. Yeah, it could because we said it's the region itself plays softball like just for fun. It is a strictly recreational, like you know, they're deeply passionate about it, but magical, magically infused sport, you know, where it's just different there. And people just play for fun. So the idea it is that sports movie of the Nick Fury character coming up to people and being like, We can field a team and like we can enter the big leagues and someone being like I don't know. Won't it just make it like? Won't the fun go away? Won't they make us play without magic? You know what I mean? Is it something mm -hmm. like that? And then you know they that person eventually becomes like you know they find uh, passion for they they realize that like this has been their calling all along. You know that when they're in the stands and they see kids and they see families from the Shatterpoint Fjords wearing their jersey, they're like, oh my god! Like this is bigger than just a sport. This is yeah. like giving. This is giving where I'm from, like, global representation and recognition for, like, the wonderful, wonderful place that it is. For I'm sure. obsessed. This is fucking cool, I have to say. Um, what Shatterpoint Fjord, what would you want your Shatterpoint Fjord to be like? Like, where would you want to come from? Like, what's your hmm. ideal kind of, you know, like, fantasy setting, Jeff? Um, for me... Yeah, like what does yours probably look like? like? Probably obsidian, like volcano rock. I really, think it just is a cool look. It is I think a cool, it's a cool look. aesthetic. And I, I mean, you like playing softball, like while a volcano's exploding, like behind the fence and stuff like that. Like you hit a home run, it goes into a river of lava. Like that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, mine. I'm gonna go with. I like the chilly, like Pacific Northwestern type. You know, where it's like grainy gray. You know, ice-covered mountains, a little bit of green, like mountain goats jumping from cliff to cliff. The waters are, like, icy and treacherous, but, like, perfectly reflect the mountains. That's what I would want. That's that's mm. my fjord. Um, so now what? Let's, let's, let's talk about the manager. Let's talk about the manager. I am— Give me oh, some pronouns. Yeah. Roll me some pronouns. One to two, he, his. Three to four, she, hers. Five to six, they, theirs. Animal D6, go. 
All right, so three frogs. She is the manager of the Shatterpoint Fjords fighting magicians. Mm-hmm. And she, how how did she come into this? Is it just a, a deep, deep love of softball? Like, is it just something calls to her to be like, like we said, like, I want to bring what it is, what I find beautiful about us as a culture to like the main stage and the the best way I think to do it is through softball. Like, you know, so many, mm. so many stories come, hmm. you know, cause it's, it's channeling your culture in like a different way, but it's like, I want to bring our fun and our way of playing softball to the big leagues. I'm going to feel the fucking team. Or is it something else? I think we can go with that. I think that works. Okay, cool. So she goes out and she, you know, recruits from the, there's a scouting thing, you know, go into the sandlots go into, like, the amateur leagues, the family leagues, like, you know, the peewee leagues, and field successfully, flash forward, travels the world, flash forward, gathers the wizard's dozen 14, and the fighting magicians are formed. Yes. This makes me think that, okay, was the, was the name, this is an important detail for me, was the name fighting magicians thought up before she left or after she left? I'm going to say... Before she left. I think she set out to put together the team, the Fighting Magicians. Because this makes me think that it's been like a lifelong dream type thing. Oh, yeah. You know, this is something where like notebooks filled with ideas, notebooks filled with like logo and jersey designs and color palettes to like find the perfect. This has been something like putting off for a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Not Mm -hmm. this isn't something like she did right away. This is something that like took some time to really be like. You know, if I don't do it now, I never will. Sure. Um, which makes me think she's, what, like in her 30s in human years? Yeah. Yeah, we'll say that. That works. Um, I see. I imagine her as an elf just because. Okay. Wizard stuff. Um, so now what? So she's the manager. You know, the team is formed. What is it like when, um, what's her name? Her name is. Looking up Scandinavian fjords. Her name is Selena Riverpass. Oh, Jeff, that's very good. I was going to say the Sangjenfjord. I'm kidding. Um, but that is one. Visit Norway. Um, so what is Selena Riverpass? Selena Riverpass. So Selena Riverpass successfully fields the, the Wizard's Dozen and the Fighting yep. Magicians reformed. And then she has to what? Have them, uh, you know, sh- I, okay, does she just call out one of the major, because what, there's the Starfalls and mm-hmm. the Iron Hill Keggers. Does she just call one of them out in the ways of old and is like, and they're like, well, I mean, you know, we usually only have two teams. You know, yeah, they just battle gotta, each other. I think that she's just got to kind of, I think that it, she has to kind of like get her foot in the door, right? Yeah, like, of she's course. Gotta like she like she has found formed a team, and getting that together is the easy part. That's kind of Act One of our sports movie. Yeah. So she's kind of gotta like actually get their big win, and I think that she has to like. I feel like she's kind of gotta call out one of the big teams, or you know, or trick one into a game. Yeah. Challenge one, but like in a trickery way. Like tells the like the Iron Hill Keggers and the Dragon um Starfall are going to play on Wednesday night at eight PM at the Great Stadium of Iron Hill. Tells the you know, tells the Dragon Starfall to show up, but tells the Keggers they're away, goes to Iron Hill and is like the team there is the is the fighting wizards instead of the Iron Hill Keggers. Yeah. You know, it's something like that. 
And, you know, she has that, she, she's a hustler, yeah? This gives me the yeah, idea of, sure. like, kind of like a, you know, Will, the foot is in the door, and, like, you're trying to close it, but it's like, it's not happening. Will not take no for an answer. This is my, you don't, like, one of those, like, stories of someone who's like, you don't know how far I have come for this opportunity, and you will not take, I'm not leaving this field until you play my team. And I think at first, the Starfall are like, we're going home. You know, yeah. is it a tale of persistence? I think so. Because the, the the challenge would be like you know everyone would say no, you know what I mean. The the fans would be like, "Boo! Where are the keggers? Who are these wizards? Like, what what is this?" Until what, you know, the moment the fans see magic, is that I think it? So, yeah, you know, is there an exhibition game? Do they have a scrimmage against each other or something like that? Are they practicing? Is it the story of a someone with a big cigar being like, "Oh my God, I saw these kids on a field like they use magic to play softball. You got to see it." Or is it just the tale of Selena River passes persistence and determination? Here's what I'm gonna throw out. Please do. Here's my pitch. So the the keggers show up. Dragonfall doesn't, and there's this team, this scrappy underdog team. They don't have matching outfits. No. Oh, they're just like a bunch of robes. They're just, just yeah. like wizards. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of like, you know, uh, jackets and, and pointy hats, and they're all just standing around like, we're your competition today. They, the, the, the captain of the ke- Penny Mudbug, captain of the keggers, are playing for the keggers at this point. This is the best point in history. Turns around and walks out. It's just like, come on, come on, gang. At which point, the the wizard's pitcher, whose name is, we'll say... Oh, I can I have one? Yep. Gyro Deep Fog. Gyro Deep Fog throws a ball into the air, and it dances, and it does some Quidditchy bullshit. <laughs> and, like, you know, dance swirls around Penny, and he's getting flustered, and his hat flies off. And he's trying to catch the ball, and it's dancing around, and they fly it back into into gyro's hand and uh selena just goes we don't play back we don't play baseball or we don't play softball by your rules oh you want to really prove you're the best you're going to play us against us on our terms like we're assuring you a once in a lifetime challenge to play against a team that is going to be unlike any other team you've ever played against and so that's when the exhibition match is set up. Okay. As almost like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, this is a Rocky story. This is totally a Rocky story. This is the, the delightful underdog wins, earns a once in a lifetime match against, you know, the best team in the league because they've offered an unusual novelty that, that the, the keggers can't turn away from. Can I offer you a pitch? Yes. That, that happens. The kid, they play the keggers. The the fighting wizards of the Shatter... What is it? The Shatter Point Coves? The Shatter, Shatter Point Fjords? So the game happens. The the yep. wizards of the fighting magicians of the Shatter Point Fjords, they best the keggers. Um, you know, the crowd is delighted, you know, confused, but they really came to see a game. They leave. You know, the game is over. And yeah. Penny Mudbug is like, you know, you played a good game. You bested our, our team. You know, please, like, you know, leave the field. We have a game. Like, you know, the crew has to come rake the field and water the grass and do the thing. They're not, like, offered a contract on the spot. Which leads me to the invention of WizKid. Mm -hmm. So, my pitch is that every day from then on, I think that it's sort of a... I'm combining, like, Field of Dreams with this as well. Where, like, if you build it, they will come type thing. Like, how can we bring the Field of Dreams, like, if you build it, they will come with selena river pass and whiz kid where it's like is it okay pitch for you 
Mm-hmm. Softball is competitive. Softball yeah. is incredibly it is professional sports as we know it right now. Yeah. But Selena comes in where it's like this is how we play softball and it's like on the on like the uh the what do you call it field like is on the sandlot field like the you know the kids are playing blah 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 how softball is kind of played in the Shatterpoint fjords in my vision is like it's a huge community event where it's like some mixture of like a festival a carnival a fair a base a softball game is happening but like you're really there for the food you're there for the cotton sure. candy you're there for the entertainment and i think that like she kind of brings that joy to this like has a scheduled event where it's like come experience you know trying to get the attention of the league because mm-hmm. you know her plan kind of failed you know for the first time like her foot was in the door and she's like I won't take no for an answer they just leave the field it's like what can yeah. you do if you have no one to play so she's like wait a minute what i wanted to do my entire life was bring the shatterpoint fjord to like the rest of the world I'm thinking just the game of softball and the magic, but the real joy that we have is that we don't play for like money and competitive, you know, and titles. It's just you play for fun because you like to play softball with people and you yeah. like the thrill of your community and your friends cheering you on and your family is there and you know there's stilts and fire breathers and it's like a carnival circusy thing. And I think so there's just like a park somewhere outside of Iron Hill, outside of the main city, and people can't help but notice like, whoa, something bomb is going on down there. There's there's someone is running a carnival. There's a fair or festival or something. There's nothing. There's nobody there. But like there's a there's 15 people there that are like they're practicing bait. They're practicing softball on the field with like a festival set up. So mm-hmm. it's like, come and experience the Shatterpoint Fjords and the fight. Come experience the fighting magicians and experience what the Shatterpoint Fjords bring. And it's like this educational, if you didn't know that much about the regions, you know, if you, you know, it's push a button. It's like the Shatterpoint Fjords were once formed during the Great Age of Ice. You know what I mean? Like there's an exhibit for like history. There's an exhibit for the history of their softball team and like come meet the players and things like that. And is that what makes this kind of event and the the crowds of Iron Hill come gather at this like festival where people yeah. are like we want this and the people go to the Iron Hill keggers and the Dragon Starfall and they're like whatever they're doing we want that bring that here and they can't help but bring the third team in I like that just because there's a demand for this fun this this in this inclusion of kind of like the community instead of like come see us play softball fucking plebes it's like no like come enjoy it's like it becomes a form of entertainment like a play like you know you're the they become players putting on a show what sports should be but rare like you said about wrestling but rarely is you know it, it, it should be for the people watching not this like fierce competition against each other it's like a weird play competitive play like that's how i've always thought of sports and it's yeah that makes cool. sense and so yeah. it becomes what it is you know they they get in they get brought in and where does whiz kid come it was whiz kid the hit of the festival oh for sure whiz kid is is the, i mean that's i think that's the yeah whiz kid is is part of the magic like part of the magic of it is that whiz kid is there like making toys for children and you know, painting faces oh. with a little bit of, you know, with like a little paint thing that comes out of it. Was the creation accidental? Was it like one of those stories where it's like, if people were starting to leave, you know, they were like, I don't know, it's fine. Like, this is great. 
spy. It's just, I don't know. Ah, it's just fine. And then it's like, wait, but we haven't even shown our main act. And like Selena is like, um, uh, like super resourceful, grabs like an extra uniform that they've made, which are just wizard robes, but it's huge and like, you know, quickly makes a pair of glasses out of like two circles of wood, throws them on her face and is like, hey, everybody, it's me, WizKid. And like people lose their shit for WizKid. No, for I mean, how couldn't you? Uh, how couldn't you? Wizkid is delightful. Wizkid comes out and is like you said, like making balloon animals, shooting confetti cannons while people are playing magic softball. Like, I'll ask you. You love mascots. Um, I love mascots. What is on? What color is Wizkid's robe? Let's talk about Wizkid. Let's design Wizkid. All right, now we can now now that we've got the story. The now story, that yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the story of Selena in a nutshell. Yeah, right? like, but now we got to talk about the person behind the costume. Now, now we now now we've talked about the person behind the costume. Now we get to talk about the costume, which is the best part. Yeah. So what I'm picturing for Wizkid, I'm picturing. Let's say um, this is fantasy. So let's say like silver and gold. Ooh. Let's just go wild with it. I like silver and gold. Oh, like like very like metallic is the color scheme. Like shiny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like this. And the is the robe patterned or just a color? It's, is it the goofy? Robe is glittery. Because the question I ask you: What role? Like what mascot role does Wizkid play? Like the consular entertainer. Let's go with black with glitter so it's like stars and then yeah it, WizKid is a bit of the the goofball mascot always gumming things up okay i love that like so then no i'm throwing out a third throwing out a third aesthetic that maps the idea of like the goofball very philly fanatic s yeah th- this can be every culmination of stupid mascot stuff that we love I'm going to say uh, patchwork, so sort of rainbow colored, but like a lot of patches. Yeah, ooh, okay, I like so that. So like a blue, I'm going to say uh, maybe a black base with a lot of like red, blue, green, white, yellow patches. Yeah, I dig that, I dig that. And then that's, they, they wear that and they kind of stumble around or, yeah, they cause a lot of, uh, you know, mischief. I have a good one. At the seventh inning of every game... Um, you kids, this happens in real baseball, like in minor leagues. That's why go if you, but by the way, this is a reminder for our listeners. Something fun that you should do is, um, find your local, like single a baseball team, find out how much tickets are. Oftentimes they're legit, like $10 to go to a game and just go watch it. You know, it's a great day to go out and like the Camden river sharks don't exist anymore, but when they did, I used to go a lot and it's a lot of fun. Anyway, (laughs) I just discovered the uh, Brooklyn cyclones. That's why. Um, but on the seventh inning, uh, kids come out, three kids come out, they're selected from the audience and you race WizKid around the bases and WizKid, does WizKid always lose or does WizKid win? WizKid always loses. Always loses by how big a margin though? Oh, falls over immediately. And then the kids just race. I dig this because I'm trying to get to know Selena, like what kind of Selena performer is, is Selena she's Riverpass? She's con- a consummate, she's a consummate show woman. She is... She is here to put on a show and make sure that everybody leaves with a smile on their face. If it means that she plays a fool, she plays the fool. Yeah. If it means that she is, you know, so she's like, okay, whatever. I I got to I'm going to I'm going to play it and I'm just going to pretty much fall over right away and we're just going to kind of go with it from there. We'll let the kids race. I'll just kind of flop around in the robes for 10 minutes and then we'll call it a day. I love that. And like 
So a fun thing about Selena, though, is like an important thing is that everybody, everyone has a good time. So I think like if you're caught like, you know, drifting and losing interest in something like that, like she'll snap her fingers because she is a magic. You know, she's yeah. she's a wizard. Uh, she snaps her fingers and like, boom, you have a cotton candy. You have a soda. Right. You have like a fun toy or like a Game Boy or a portable DVD player if you're not really fucking interested in the game. You know, it's everyone. It's kind of that like Philly, uh, the Phillies giveaway thing where like everybody gets a bobblehead where yeah. it's like everyone leaves with an experience you know because like while the game's going on there's like a moon bounce there's like carnival games there's rides like that that weave over the field like there's a roller coaster that goes over the field like it is a whole thing like the the fighting magicians become the envy of the league like they're everybody you know everybody has a favorite team for the most part but everyone loves the fighting magicians like they have a special place in everyone's heart aaron i'm gonna wrap this story here because i've realized something what have you realized we haven't been making a baseball team or a softball team what have we been doing well aaron what have i done i'm like bracing myself i'm still looking at the google image for base wars by the way (laughs) i've been looking at that the entire time if people are ever wondering what I do while we talk, I look at Google Images to try to get inspired, but this one has been very detrimental because all I've been looking at are pictures of fjords in one tab and base wars in the other. All right, Aaron, I'm sending you a YouTube link, and I'm going to ask everybody to just Google the song uh, Sweet Georgia Brown by Louis Armstrong. Okay. I'm going to ask you to play it. I've sent you a link to start it at 37 seconds so that we can all experience what Aaron is experiencing when I tell you to press play. Wait. Did we fucking made the Harlem Globetrotters, didn't we? (laughs) Damn it. We mention them so often on this show because they're incredible. I mean, who doesn't love the Harlem Globetrotters? But is it not like a rigged team? They're just like the fun team. It would be like if the Harlem Globetrotters played the fucking like Sixers. I here I, I feel like I like that they're like a legitimate team. Yes, but like they beat their ass. Like we said, they use partially fucking magic. because they use ladders and magic. And- they use fucking magic, and like everything's everything's legit because like if they're using like a ladder, like they would to like dunk, or right. they're using like a bat, like that's like twenty feet long. It's because it's like a conjured bat or like a bat. Like imagine a regular baseball bat, but it projects like an energy aura around it that covers like it's basically like using a tennis racket. Yeah. Like they're not break. Like you said, there's no rules in fantasy softball that say you cannot use magic, and right. the other teams just aren't as good as magic at them. Like even when they try to introduce it, they're like, "Fine, I'm gonna press the digitation to try to base wars this pitch." And the person who's at bat for the fighting magicians is like, "That's fine. I'm just gonna make my bat really big." Smack. Yeah. It's always that they're just one step ahead. They're just, it, it, it's sort of a Globetrotters, Lure, Lure, Space Jam situation. Oh, I do like this combination of Harlem Globetrotters slash Space Jam. And I think it's really great because at, at the core of it is still like, it, it's that fun of, <clears throat> it's the fun of the Harlem Globetrotters when you're watching them, when if you get the opportunity, please do, um, that these people are like professional basketball players they are unreal at the sport like their level of talent has given them this certain control to like add in a conscious level of performance while performing incredible feats of athleticism and like performing so that's the fun of the fighting magicians where it's like at some points like they're playing the starfall like they're not even fucking trying 
they're just like so much better that it's about like being like you know putting on a show for the crowd like imagine I imagine it being like um like the center fielder isn't even on the field is like on the moon bounce with kids like jumping mm-hmm. up and down like the ball is hit to center field they like you know blink out of the moon bounce and like basket catch it like with their eyes closed and everybody goes crazy oh they lose their shit i i love this and what okay so once this is happening is WizKid always played by selena or does selena eventually get to enjoy is selena eventually like facilitator of the carnival like everybody having a good time everybody having i a think good she time? does that as WizKid. i think oh that that's the role that lets her kind of step away from running i think she eventually steps away from running the team and it's just like i'm more comfortable just being WizKid. that means WizKid's that kids what's oh, the most fun to me that means that tells me that like you know this whole time the whole time that selena river passes had this dream of of like bringing uh, that makes me think the shatterpoint fjords are like the goofiest most fun culture like they're the uh, like as a culture they value humor and entertaining others more than anything because we said if they don't have big city flair everybody's just hanging out all the time telling stories mm-hmm. hanging out telling jokes you know playing sports using magic but like for fun everything is for fun you know that yeah. is at the core of this where it's a, my dad when he used to play baseball would be like you know yeah you guys got smoked today you got beat so bad like you know you got you got bombed but did you have a good time? Like you were with your friends, you had a good time. I'm like, yeah, I really did. Like it was a really, I had a blast, even though we got destroyed. I'm like, all right, cool. Because you know, when at the end of the day, that's all that's going to matter when you're 32, pretty much. Yeah. And I think that's at the core of that, where it's like, yo, we're just hanging out. You know, if people want to come watch, that's even more better because we get to include more people in the thing that makes us so happy. Yeah. I love this, and Selena gets to do that as Wizkid. Wizkid. What song does Wizkid come out to? Uh, Wizkid comes out to... Is it Careless Whisper? Just the yes. just the saxophone line. Like the yep. instrumental version of like... Because mm-hmm. every game, part of it is Wizkid gets one at bat per game. Yep. And it becomes like a show. Like swings the bat, spins around, is like, oh gosh, the bat goes flying. Somebody in the audience is like, oh my god, the bat's gonna hit me in the face. <sighs> Turns into like six doves, flies away, and the doves drop potato chips to like six kids. Yeah. Like it is the most ridiculous, like it's one of those things where it's like, have you ever been to a fighting magician's game? No, why? You need to go right now because it is the greatest experience of your life. <laughs> i love this all of these people this is amazing this is great um do you want to roll on tables for selena just to get her just get her know her a little bit better yeah 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 yeah. is there yeah. anything just for like magician entertainer you know i always ask these questions but it's because i don't know um i've got uh just horny person <laughs> just person that is horny let's see i have pulled up i have a uh, lucky fumbler <laughs> what okay what is that uh it says here the wizard tripping over his own robes unknowingly saved his life jumping out of the way of an axe the bard stringing a wrong note gives just the party just enough time to take Stop, advantage that's of not the real that's literally exactly what we need because these are tables for like both whiz kid and selena holy shit all right well there you go Ugh. give me a d8 for personality trait glow in the dark d8 is a four I hate my luck, and I feel like I'm legitimately good, even though everyone else thinks I'm just lucky. That's totally in character, uh, WizKid. Oh, yeah, WizKid, WizKid. Oh, I'm really good. 
WizKid is like trying really. WizKid's thing is that like it's a it's like a lesson for kids to like do your best, mm-hmm. you know. So WizKid is like trying so hard to like hit that ball to run really like has a runner stance and you know falls down. But the important thing is whoever helps up WizKid, like if you don't run the race oh, they and help give you WizKid, the, the raise the raise the arm like a champion. Yeah, you raise your arm like a champion, you get free tickets to the next game. Yeah. Like so it's all about like oh I hate my luck, but like when someone is WizKid, when someone is struggling, and when someone is falling, and when someone is having, like, a difficult time, it's important to lift up WizKid. Yep. And that's why WizKid has a Greek chorus. Yep. <laughs> also, Selena just knows that she's great, and she knows she's really talented, and she's a great performer and a great softball player, and she's but she's fine with playing the fool. Yeah, it's part of, like, the, this has been my lifelong dream. And, like, you know, she's current, she's actively living her dream. And just, uh, I think it's something to be, like, and I love playing the fool because, like, in my own life, like, I kind of have all the things that I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's a lovely story. Give me a D6 for uh, an ideal. Animal D6, go. Let's say six, eagle. Belief, my luck is nothing but the universe picking where I end up. Let's see where the dice take me. Oh man. She's got everything that she wants. So why what does she have to what does she have to look forward to? She's just like, "Hey, let's see where let's see where this goes. You know, I'm going to ride this out. Like I finally it's that feeling when you finally get what you what you've always been looking for is just that feeling of like, well, guess we're going to just uh ride this out." Yeah, and like the way that's the way the team goes where people are like, "Is there going to be a carnival next year?" and she's like, "I don't know. Maybe it might be a different theme." Like, I don't know. We'll see what we're feeling. You know, she asks the wizards dozen like, "What are you guys thinking?" Uh, for you know, what are you thinking for our next theme? What do you think for the next carnival? And like everybody throws out an idea, and like there's kind of this prompt system, and they kind of wing it on the fly. Like, what's the theme of each game? Because everyone there is just truly like living the dream, playing for fun, you know, and really giving communities like something to smile about. I love this fucking team so much. All right, give me a D6 for a bond. All right, let's do, uh, in honor of Supremo, the ultimate episode, let's roll on what vegetables on our pizza. Four, pineapple. Pineapple, four. My bad luck may or may not have gotten me in trouble a few times, and now I'm wanted. Just my luck. Hmm. Penny Mudbug has sworn that he's going to destroy, like, he's going to bring them down in one epic game, and they just can't, they have his number, and he keeps trying. He's he yeah. tried his whole career. He's like, I got to get him. I got to Got to show him up. Penny Mudbug, unfortunately, is hung up on the fun aspect where he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, he, he loves the game. Like, he loves the discipline, loves the training, loves that, but can't wrap his head around, like, yeah, how it's silly, you know, and uh, why it's so goofy and the idea of having a mascot and, like, wh- he does not like WizKid, mm-hmm. and, you know, and it's unfortunate that, like, someone sees what all this means and it, as a result doesn't like selena river pass mm-hmm. like and it's this is the thing where it's like it gets her into trouble sometimes because people who are like nah this ain't softball you know it's all directed at her but i think she's more than willing to take that because she wears the armor of whiz kid mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it, it means so much to so many people that like people that haters are hating but she's like i don't care you know everything is too this dream has come true like tenfold, and I could not be in a better place to, you know, brush off the bullshit. Yeah. She drinks a lot of Shield Aid. Drinks a lot know. of Shield Aid. That's their, like, drink. Like, you know, the Gatorade, like, jugs yep. and, like, the dugouts? They just have tons of Shield Aid to block all that bullshit. Oh, for sure. 
Give me a D6 for a flaw. All right. What meat are we having on Supremo Pizza? Bacon, too. Classic. Bacon and pineapple pizza is delicious. Holy shit. We just made a bacon and pineapple pizza. Uh, Two? Yep. Due to my clumsiness, I make my teammates uncomfortable. <laughs> are the stunts that good? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of like, is she okay? Did she? Did she she's okay. She's up? okay, everyone. Like those where it's like, you know, uh, like fan man type stuff. Yeah. Where like WizKid comes in on like a fan and you think it's malfunctioning and WizKid is spiraling out of control. Like WizKid crash lands behind the field. Everyone's like, oh my God, WizKid. WizKid's dead. <laughs> no. And then like she, of course, has planned every second of this to a T. Like everything is magically controlled. And then they'll also release the smoke bomb to make it look like I, there was an explosion, you know, this and that. When in reality, everything's great. Yep. I love this. And the players don't even know about these stunts. I love how it's turned into one of those, like, theme park stunt show spectaculars with softball and a carnival and a festival. I would give anything for this to be real. It's it's a a lot of fun. God, I want this. Is that her flaw? That's her flaw. That's it? That's that's a wrap. Quick question. What are the uniforms? What do they look like? I got to know. Just because I'm thinking about it so much. Like, we have WizKids uniform. Is it WizKids uniform? Like, the black? Is their uniform the black with the stars? Yeah. Like, it's prismatic. It's shiny. It's metallic. So, like, when the sun hits it or the lights hit it, it, like, they sparkle. Like, they're glittery, sparkly, you know. Cool. Oh, I love this so much. God, thank God. It's a wrap. What a good episode. Thank you. I'm so happy. Thank you so much to Cosmic Key Ring for your amazing prompt. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. That was a great episode. Um, if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, and you really should, just it's so easy. We say it every episode, but like we don't get a lot. And like it's, I, you know, I, if I could submit my own, I would, but you can, and there's a million ways that you can do it. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. You can go to all my fantasy children.com. You can go, you can email them to us at all my fantasy children at gmail.com. Or you can go to the uh, AMFC discord at bit.ly slash AMFC discord. Yeah, I updated the website, and I really like how it looks, so I want you to go to it literally right now, browse around, click around, we have some fun uh, We have some fun quick time games, we don't, but we have a prompt submission form that you should use. Um, and while you're online, check out Jeff's website that he made for his other podcast, because it looks phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. Yeah. Um, All My Fantasy Children is proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network, which is just so cool. I love saying it. Um, If you liked All My Fantasy Children, why not try the title show, One Shot? The most fun way to learn games is to play. On One Shot, you can discover the amazing variety in RPGs by listening to actual play. Every week, James D'Amato brings you a new episode with a talented cast of improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds. At least once a month, once a month, One Shot features a new system exploring a wide variety of genres. The stories are self-contained, so you can jump in anywhere, and it's a great way to find your new favorite game. Discover the magic of RPGs with OneShot on your favorite podcast app. OneShot's the podcast that introduced me to actual play, so I owe it a lot, you know, on an emotional level. It's very good, and I think you should check it out immediately. Damn right. I owe a lot. I owe it, like, I wouldn't be doing this had I not heard OneShot once upon a time. That's so cool. Like, real talk. That's so cool. And we're on the network. Um... Mm -hmm. 
Uh, something that I've we've never said before, I always forget that you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Make sure that if you haven't already, you subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That is tremendous. Because, hey, y'all, it's that post-credit time where we ask you for stuff. But this is just like one thing that you can do for us that we'll love you forever for. Um, what else do we do? A verbal hug. Yeah, we, we gotta do a ver- verbal hug this week. Verbal um, hug this week. What do you got? Um, tell st- if you tell stories, if you make something, um, if you're doing anything, if you express yourself in any form, um, bring the stuff that bring, bring the joy of your life to it. Bring, you know, the, bring the triumphs, bring the, bring what makes you happy to your work. Because I find it like in theater, it's, we always say like, it's easy to be sad. It's easy to get angry. Because, like, you know, it's, you're, you can be quick to anger because, like, unfortunately, life is dark. It's harder to feel genuine joy in a fictional setting, like in an imaginary circumstance. So I, I try to bring that as much as I can to the show, like the inverse, where it's like, bring your triumphs about... I was talking to Taylor LeBrush about this, where it's like, it's important to bring your triumphs and your joys and things that make you happy to your stories, rather than, you know... Bringing your hardships, bringing your challenges is wonderful. I will never poo-poo that. But a challenge I implore people to take up is to bring things that make them happy and let other people share in those joys. And because sometimes, you know, you just need a little, you need a little pick-me-up. You need a little Samuel Gord. You need a little, um, you need Supremo. You need fucking Jeremiah Noodleman, mm-hmm. you know? And that's and it's okay to bring those. It's okay to talk about a softball team on a tabletop RPG podcast because it makes you happy. And it brings things that you love about Philly sports teams and growing up enjoying sports, you know, to your work and it's an, it's okay to do that there isn't a box you have to fit in there isn't a checklist of you know things that you have to meet or you know no one's going to judge you for bringing things that make you happy so do whatever you want make the things that make you happy and just live your life you know if you're not making stuff that makes you happy why are you making it you know just turn that knob of joy back up to 11 and turn that bummer dial down to one you can turn it up if you need it but you know Keep it. I challenge you to keep it at one for just make one thing. See how you feel. I like that. That's a good, good verbal hug. Thank you. Is that it? I think that's it. Cool. Until next time. Good, good night. night. Good, good game. game.